Thanks, Greg. Always a pleasure talking with you. You know, Greg, it was a wild ride. There, there's no doubt about it. But uh, I, I'd like to remind everyone how I describe 2021 for our industry is that it was a, still a pretty good year for business, right? And I'll give you some of the top line numbers. Uh, OEMs, you know, revenued about $50 billion dollars. In, in new vehicle uh, sales in Canada, not surprisingly, you know that's that's up ten percent from from the previous year from 2020. And while it is down a little bit from 2019, from kind of the pre-COVID uh, period because of of the loss of of retail due to supply chain challenges, uh, you know, all things considered, that's still pretty good. I, I think we still have to, you know, uh, uh, stand back and say that was pretty good performance for our industry and, and our uh, business, uh, given everything that's happened in in Canada and the world, you know, over the last year. Uh, it was a great year for uh, for dealers. Dealers made uh, about thirty percent more profit in uh, in twenty twenty, and uh, that was uh, up over uh, a fairly hefty increase in twenty nineteen uh, as well. Uh, you know, partially caused because of because of some of the supply uh, shortages with uh, with vehicles, and there's not enough uh, vehicles to go around. So it was a healthy year for dealers. But you know what really brings this home is um, there's even a silver lining for Canadian consumers uh, as well, uh, because the uh, the actual cash value or the retained value of a vehicle on average Canadian was trading in in 21 also increased dramatically. In fact, it increased by 26%. Uh, so with all the turmoil uh, going, on in, going on in our industry, you know, we kept hearing about, uh, about chip shortages, uh, logistical challenges, disruptions of all sorts to the retail uh, business, to how dealers uh, operate. Uh, all in all, uh, with the level of demand that, that we had, and the limited supply we could uh, deliver to meet some of that demand, obviously not all of it, it was a pretty good year for our business. Yeah, you know, we don't have a crystal ball, uh, but from what we can see, Greg, uh, this is going to be pretty consistent for 22. Um, so our outlook for for all of all of this year is we we expect the high pricing regime, so to speak, to continue uh, because we don't see a major uh, difference to the tight new vehicle supply. Perhaps by the end of the year, it's going to start uh, alleviating, but there's there's nothing right now. Uh, to tell us that that's going to change. Um, and you know what? Uh, uh, vehicle pricing is going to increase because of changes in the mix, changes in what vehicles Canadians are buying. Uh, don't forget, more sedan models are still exiting the market, and they generally get replaced 
uh, by the same class or same segment size, but in an SUV or utility bodily style. And those vehicles are more expensive. And those are choices Canadians are are making, right? That That is a demand-driven uh, change. That's going to keep uh, prices uh, bubbling upwards. More EVs and um, and PHEVs are coming to market. Uh, that's also still going to drive that average price mix uh, higher. So you know what? Barring uh, a full-on recession or an implosion in real estate prices, and, and we think real estate prices are important because we, we did see a tick upward in the percentage of Canadians who pay cash uh, for a vehicle. And by, by paying cash, how, how we describe that is it means the customer uh, did not uh, elect to take financing at the dealership either via the manufacturer's captive financing arm or a non-captive bank that the dealer worked with. Uh, invariably, those vehicles still get financed, but they get financed on HELOCs, uh, home equity lines of credit. So again, b- you know, barring sort of any implosion in the real estate market, um, we, we, see this, uh, we see this going, right? And this is powered in Canada mainly by the uh, increase in... Um, in, uh, in retained value in the vehicles when Canadians come back and trade because roughly about 45% of the time, right? That, that, that's kind of getting close to half. Um, that, that's how many, that's the rate at which vehicles get traded in when, it, when a new one is, is purchased. Now to that, we are adding the phenomena of uh, lease equity. Uh, more and more often there's lease equity uh, at termination of the lease. So that is uh, a consumer whose a lease is coming up. Dealer might phone them to ask them to bring the car in early or just to make sure that the customer returns the car so the dealer can secure it because they're so short on supply in the used car market that that dealer wants to make sure it comes back. So they'll give the customer a bonus to make to make sure it comes back. So this is all to us telling us that um, 22 is going to be very similar uh, to 2021. It was essentially a new record every month last year, Greg. And you know, I don't want to sound like a, like a broken record. And, and you and I talk about this uh, fairly fre- frequently. But you know, if you get the feeling when when uh, when you're shopping for a new car that everything seems to be priced like a, like a chrome plated Bugatti Chiron, you know, that's that's not far off the mark. So um, prices in Canada, total total for the year, were up fourteen percent to about forty two and a half thousand dollars. So um, it's it's that's a record. Uh, we've never measured it uh, so high since we've been measuring transaction pricing in Canada. Even the rate, of, obviously the, the 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 absolute dollar amount was record, but the rate of change, the fact that it went up fourteen percent in one year, we've never duplicated uh, either. Now that is inclusive of um, of a lot of pickup trucks, very very popular segment in Canada. But you know what? Even if you back those out. We're still at 38,500, excluding full-size trucks, when the total industry only two years ago 
was at about uh, $34,000 to $35,000. So not only is it record territory, we, we broached the, the $40,000 uh, barrier as well. And and how we got there essentially is because of the lowering of incentives. At least that's the number one driver of prices increasing so quickly. Yeah, it's it's a bit of mis, a misnomer to say that there are no incentives. They're still out there, but we, we in Canada we were such an incentivized uh, new vehicle market that we've taken dramatic steps down. But we're still at about forty two hundred dollars per uh, per vehicle on average. So what happened last year is incentives came down twenty nine percent from about six thousand dollars to roughly. $4,200. And they're down about 40% from two years ago from from uh, pre-COVID. What we've done is most of the incentive drop was taken out of uh, leasing and cash discounting. Cash discounting, because straight cash is expensive, it it costs a lot for for a manufacturer to do. Cash is king, so to speak. Uh, We saw that came down as... um, as we, we can't meet demand and there are not enough vehicles to go around, uh, simple uh, supply and demand, simple economics. Uh, we also saw leasing costs uh, decrease dramatically uh, because of increases in the current retained value and manufacturers seeing some natural increases in future uh, residual values. So there was a, there was a pullback uh, there in that spending. But you know what, Greg, in, in Canada, uh, payment is king. 84 is king, as we talked about a lot. Uh, by far, that is 84 months financing. Yeah, that, that is the dominant way in which Canadians buy cars. And uh, that incentives on 84 months financing pulled back a bit, but not entirely. You still have to have an APR on an 84-month package out there to uh to move the metal um and because cars are getting so expensive it's it might be getting a little bit more important to actually have something in the 84 month financing zone now this is also though to say you're not going to see zero percent you're not going to see 0.9 or even 1.9 we're kind of more into the you know 2.9 um but that is still a subvention you know um uh, uh, relative to our our base cost of uh, cost of funds assumption, which floats with the Bank of Canada uh, b- business uh, prime rate, so there are still some uh, incentives there. But as you can see, they're they're down dramatically. Yeah. We don't think it's actually going to do very much uh, at all. Uh, j- just like we have a red-hot property market in Canada, we've got a fairly hot uh, primary market for, for new vehicles. Um, the first interest rate hike is probably not going to do anything to slow demand. 
the second interest hike rate predicted for this year also probably going to have very uh, very very limited effect and that the reason is greg that if if the car manufacturers um get the production they need by the end of the year and we're getting all the supply we need and then there's this um there's this effect there's this cooling or or cooling off or a wet blanket put put on demand um they can pull the incentive lever because don't forget our incentives are down 29 percent car manufacturers in canada have saved two and a half billion dollars in costs from the incentive spend alone and if they feel there's too much of a cooling effect from the interest rates some of that can be re-spent to spur on demand that's why we don't think there's really going to be any change uh, to to consumer behavior and consumer appetite for new vehicles this year, even if there are two interest rate hikes. It's uh, it's in a terrible state, Greg. Um, you know, if anecdotally, you know, you drive by a, a, a dealership, you see, you know, half the lot empty or three quarters of the lot empty. That 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 is a, a fairly astute uh, uh, observation for pretty much the entire industry in Canada. Now, to clarify, uh, we're we're not we don't measure days supply. Uh, we measure retail velocity, right? So we we look at it from the retail velocity side of the coin. I'll give I'll put it to you in this context. Typically in Canada, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, would have taken about sixty five days on average uh, to um, uh, to sell a vehicle. So that's how long it took a dealer to sell a vehicle. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So from that, you can infer the average dealership in Canada turned their inventory over once every two months, roughly. Um, That total total uh, velocity calculation for for last year is down to 34 days. Um, And that number reduces for, uh, or that number changes for only two reasons. Either uh, Canadian consumers have altered their demand pattern and they're not wanting to buy cars or uh, manufacturers can either ship or not ship uh, enough cars to dealers now the reason it's going down is a demand hasn't changed consumers are buying they're in a buying mood there's still strong demand out there and b manufacturers are making cars as quickly as they can and they're getting them to dealers very quickly that's why that number's dropped to 34 but they can't get enough. Dealers cannot replenish their stock. They can't fill their back lots because they went from a scenario of operating um, where they turned their inventory over on average once every two months to now once every month. And uh, we, we our, our presupposition is that that says a lot about the supply situation in Canada that we are we are low supplied in the in the primary market. Not a problem, Greg. Anytime.